Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I'd like to pay respect to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respect to the Sangha. So, greeting. Hello, everybody. Today, I'd like to first start off to just elaborate a little bit more on to continue from the last episode about the mind and I hope that uh, you got something at least or thought about it and contemplate on it about what was said in the last episode so as far as our mind goes okay um, as we know as I've been saying that our mind comes to be based on our six senses right we have five senses and the number six is being the central CPU or the central mind itself okay and in Pali language it's called Mano okay the Mano is the central CPU is the sixth sense sense number six which do all the decision making uh, do all the reaction um, all things like that so the five senses the five senses uh, their function their objectives are independent of each other and they are and they have no bias they are just like a some sort of mechanism some sort of almost like a machine in a way and they have their own function they have their own jobs what they need to do and that's all there is to it they have no feeling they have no emotion okay we have to we need to understand that part because um if we don't then we we can get mixed up uh, that our mind is you know um is the see the seeing uh, or the hearing or whatnot okay so for example like um okay so we the, the five senses so our eyes right so our eyes see things okay so our eyes uh, observe things so when when this object and the, the function of our eyes is to to uh, I guess what to 
to capture the the image okay and then send that image in in inward okay so that's the function of the eyes the eyes receive the image and send that image inside okay and that's all the eyes do nothing else the eyes does not develop any uh, like or dislike okay the eyes all all the eyes do is receiving information receiving image and it send the images inside to the sixth sense okay so again the eyes or the seeing does not have any feeling or does not have any emotion or anything uh, to it the eyes is just seeing and that's it and that's it right so there's two kinds of seeing um, when the eye see something um, good, something pretty, something beautiful, okay, so is is that the eye's decision or is the sixth sense decision? Right. So I think you know the answer. The answer is the sixth sense not the eyes right now if the if you if the eyes if your eyes see something that is not pleasant something ugly okay something not appropriate or whatnot okay so we we associate that kind of seeing as a as unwholesome or negative uh seeing a negative um a negative activity because you see something that that you don't like right so by seeing then there's interpretation of the image whether you, you like or the like or don't like so what who does the interpretation okay it's not the eyes right the eyes does not care what they see the function of the eyes is seeing and that's all there is to it see that's the point that i'm trying to make that uh, so you can understand clearly that the eyes function is to see and that's all there is to it not to like or dislike that's all they do is to see the like or not like or what not the reaction from the seeing is happens at the sixth sense right at the inside the, the sense number six does the interpretation and does the reaction so 
we have to make sure that we understand this uh, clearly. Okay. So that is a function of 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 the eyes. the The eyes function is to see, and that's all there is to it. So as we walk around, as we look around, we see things, right? So when we see things, can we tell the eyes to only see what is good? And and not seeing what is not good, we cannot do that because the eyes' uh, function is to see, right? The eyes' function is to see. You know, you cannot tell the eyes or oh, not to see only see something good. The eyes cannot do that. Unless you close them, then you don't see anything. Unless, you know, you close your eye, yeah, then you don't see anything, good or bad, right? But as long as you have your eyes open, you will see things, okay? Be it whether it's ple- something pleasant or not pleasant, it's not, it's not something for the eyes to to do the all the eyes do is seeing and that's all there is to it okay but the like or dislike or the different thing that reaction and all that happens at the sixth sense uh, mano vijnana uh, vijnana tato okay at the sixth sense and so that's why, so like, for example, you see a person. So let's say you walk around, you walk along uh, with a couple of your friends as you walk. And then you see a person, right? Everybody, you, your friend, see that person, see the same person. Okay, so you your eyes do the seeing and your friend's eyes also do the seeing okay so both you and your friend see the same person the eyes do the seeing but after that what happened next is different between you and your friend if you happen to like that person then the reaction is smiling, right? You smile, you're happy, right? And, you know, with the, with the different emotion. And if your friend don't like that person or have no uh, feeling for the person or whatnot, he or she react differently, right? So... It's the same object, the same seeing, but the reactions is different. The emotions is different between you and your friend. Okay? So the difference happens inside of you. It has nothing to do with the person. 
right? So you follow, right? It has nothing to do with the person. And it has everything to do with you. With inside of you. Right? So if you see somebody and you happen to not like somebody, that person, okay, you the the inside react negative right away, right? Boom, you have the negative feeling toward that person, and your facial express expression might change at that particular moment. But your friend who were with you happen to like that person that you don't like. So that. So your friend react positively. Okay, so with this kind of with this example, you can see that the same object. We 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 can we can. What we what we normally say is that it seems like the person has some kind of uh. Power, right? There's some kind of magic that can influence you and your friend, right? That that person can can make you happy or can make you not happy, right? The same thing that you know with your friend. So that person can make your friend happy or not happy. Now, think about that. Now, is it that is is that person really that powerful, or it is something that happens inside of you, right? Because why is it that you don't you and your friend don't have the same reaction? You see. Why is it? Because we all have different experiences, or different memory regarding that particular person. So the feeling, the emotion arise. Within you. Happens. Um, individually. Right, it has nothing. What. Well, I would not say it has nothing to do with, but the the person that you see is an object that trigger the different the the feelings inside of you. Right, it's a trigger, so it triggered an emotion and it triggered some kind of feeling inside of you. And that feeling, that reaction that happened inside of you, is a function of the six. Sense, your sense number six, which is somewhere near your heart. That's where it create all the emotion, the 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 feeling. Okay, so your emotion, your feeling, that arise. Inside you, which we call your mind. Okay, that feeling that arise is what is 
independent from from your friend. Your friend has his or her own feeling, her his or her own emotion, and you have your own feeling or your own emotion toward that same person. So, in another word, that emotion or that feeling is created by your own mind. Right? It's created by your very own mind. Okay? The person is the trigger, but the emotion is created by your own mind. Okay? That's what happened to all of us. We all live like this. Okay? We see something, we hear something, we, with our five senses, we receive all kinds of information. Right? We, we, we see things and we hear things. Those are, especially those two, are the, the, the main corporate of uh, 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 issue these days. Most of the time it happens from those two. But, I mean, not just those two, but they are the main corporate. Probably, probably 80% of our problem comes from what we see and what we hear. Right, the other twenty percent is probably from the from the 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 taste or the smell or the tactile or the sensation of our physical body when you when we touch something uh you know we like or we not like but but that is is a very it depends so that's a close distance, but most of our problem is through our Come put through our eyes for with our seeing and our hearing. Okay, so we see things every single second when we are awake. We hear things every single second when we are awake. Right, we smell things also. We taste things also. Even right now, even though you're not eating, let's say if you're not even eating or drinking anything, your taste bud is still tasting your own saliva and it's just normal thing. It's used to it. It's like nothing, but it's, it, it, it's doing the tasting. Right? And of course, if you as you were sitting there, um, your body is doing the feeling against the chair, you know, your your back against the chair, or is it a comfortable cushion under your buttock, uh, a comfortable, comfortable clothes, or, you know, hot or warm or cool air, things like that. So it's, do, it's doing all of this, um, it's receiving all, all this information, right? So, that's the function of the five senses. It brings information 
inward and the big guy the central CPU the, uh, sense number six does the interpretation right so the five senses has no biased opinion they just do what is it that they are designed to do and that's all there is to it okay and it's it's also pretty much the same with our entire with 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 our entire body with everything that is inside the the physical body it's it's designed to do what it's supposed to do right your lungs your stomach your heart your glands um everything it it's they they have their own function and and they do what is it that they supposed to do without you having to tell them to do anything they they know what they they supposed to do see that's nature it's it's a sixth sense that interpret this information that react to all this information is who we think we are okay that sixth sense make up the rest of our mind our mental activities and all that is generated from there right so but again so let me go back to the example so when you see something and your friends see the same person and both of you have different reaction and different feeling toward the person so now you understand that yes the person is a trigger but the person does not have the power to make you happy or not happy you see because if the person have the power then you and your friend so if the if if that person casts the power you and your friend would probably feel or uh are the same or have the same reaction or the same emotion right but it's not that it's the the reaction happens inside of you okay it's your it's your mind your your own your own uh, central cpu your own uh, number six sense which we identify it as our mind right and that mind is what we call our ego mind okay so that ego mind interpret the information and it spit out the reaction okay so that's the mind of ordinary people and that's what we do every single one of us when we like something we smile we do whatever we when we don't like something we get mad we get upset right and that's how we operate okay and for a lot of people they say 
that you they blame the person that he or she when when you see somebody and you're not happy right and you and you you become upset or whatever or let's say you you hear something from somebody okay when you hear something from somebody and you said and you don't like it and because you don't like it there's anger arise or you become upset and now you blame that person you see of the person who say things to you uh, you bear you uh, or whatever you know you you should not say that or all all of that so see right away you react with the emotion right with the emotion boom react right back see when you at that in that stage you already lost the battle you already lost the war why did why do i say that it's because when you hear you don't just hear you react to it because your ego mind try to defend itself you see that's how ordinary mind works but for a an alert mind or an awakened mind so somebody say something no or you see something right for for ordinary mind ordinary ego mind when you see something that you don't like and then you to, you become upset or whatnot and then you turn around and you blame the person you accuse the person of making you um, upset right you 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 argue with the person for calling you whatever let's say they call you whatever then you know ugly name ugly face or whatnot or they cuss at you and all that right so now of course you're gonna you're not gonna stay still say oh no no wait i'm not you know i'm not gonna let you know you 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 gotta get back at that person right so now you lost your your peace of mind once you get back you know then so that's ego it's called ego you know you're gonna get even or you wanna you wanna you wanna go one up on the person try to win the argument and whatnot so that's ego back and forth you see because you said oh i'm not happy because he said this this so now i'm gonna get back well that is called ordinary mind that is called ego mind reaction okay the alert mind is different the awakened mind is different when you see when this see things there is seeing but reaction there is not there is hearing there's you can hear you hear sound you hear voice you hear words and all that people can say all kinds of stuff and for 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 ordinary people it can be very hurtful okay can be very hurtful and i think you all know that we have heard words that is very hurtful that make that that we remember for the rest of our lives right there are words, there are actions that we can can 
not forgive the person that you know we, we remember for the rest of our lives what he or she said what he or she did okay so it's all about him all about her but what we forget is that the emotion is created inside of us okay yes they are the trigger but is it possible that you can let trigger just be trigger and just let it be like that and stay at that you cannot stop what you hear unless you're deaf you cannot stop what you see unless you're blind or you close your eyes right you will see pleasant things and not pleasant things you will hear pleasant sound pleasant voice and you will hear not pleasant voice and not pleasant words you cannot stop that that is nature people have their own view people have their opinions people do what people do okay you cannot stop that you need that's why we have to see things as they are you cannot make people change to fit your liking it doesn't work that way you cannot make people change the way they look so that it's pleasant to your eyes you cannot make people change the way they talk so that it's pleasant to your ears it's not possible but what can you change your reaction that's what you can do your own mind your reaction to what you see your reaction to what you hear that's what you can change right and that is why it's difficult to do because first of all you never thought or never heard of this and second of all even though you you heard of this and you it's still difficult to do it's not easy and i know that yeah it's not easy right because we have memories and this memory can be good memories and bad memories right when we you when we had some kind of bad experience with somebody or we had fight with somebody and we hate somebody okay i know there were a lot of fights within people with with, with people have argument have disagreement and all that and from that you develop that feeling toward the person you don't like the person you hate the person you hold grudge against the person and it's inside of you inside you it's embedded in you it's in your memory and you're not gonna forget it so now the next time you see the person you don't like boom the ordinary ego mind react 
the same over again with that hateful feeling, with that anger, with that sadness, with an upset uh, feeling, or even with something that you keep thinking about something that shouldn't have gone, that you become sad and de- and depressed because when you keep thinking about something over and over again and the ego mind takes you into a place that is dark and sad and keep thinking over and over again it's because the ego mind keep bringing you there right that is the work of an ordinary ego mind the ego mind does like that works like that you see somebody you don't like boom that feeling rise inside of you you know that right you cannot just see and let it be just the seeing and nothing else you cannot do that when you see somebody you don't like that negative feeling rise inside of you you see that work of your ego mind rise and it's the same it's the same the other way when you see somebody that you love that happy feeling rise inside of you you see it goes both ways you cannot stop it because that's the works of the ego mind okay that's the works of the ego mind of the number six sense that's what it does it reacts to all to the different triggers out there so our minds change from one moment to the next right our mind change from one moment to the next and since we identify ourselves with this mind so when the eye sees something pleasant and the mind react pleasantly we become happy and then while we are happy 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 and then the eye sees something not pleasant or hear something not pleasant the mind react again and become angry just like that just like that for example you were in a party you're in a gathering whether with your friends group of friends or your family or whatnot or with your sibling it doesn't matter you have conversation you are having a laugh you're enjoying um, com- your, the companies okay so the ego mind is working at that time is reacting to pleasant things that 
you see, that you hear, that you taste, right? Or that or you smell or whatnot. So while that's going on, and all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, you see a person you don't like, or you hear somebody, something, say something not according to you, not right, not good, your mind change just like that. Boom. Right? And then negative feel, uh, feeling arise. You see how it goes? That's the works of ordinary mind. That's the work of ordinary mind. And we call that ego mind. And as long as this happens, as long as you're not noticing this, this is going to be your ordinary life forever and ever and ever. Okay? And you, yes, will go with the flow of your reaction mind, reactive mind. The mind will change from one moment to the next according to where you are, wherever you are, wherever you, whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you smell, whatever you taste, and whatever you feel through your body, with your body. And that's how the mind works, right? That's how, that's what mind is. The mind is that, that, that machine that is perceiving all these experiences that the five senses bring inside, bring inward, and the sixth sense interpret this information. And this is who we all think we are based on this very mind. When we're happy, we say, I am happy, you see? When we said, you say, I am sad, you see? When, in fact, there's no I anywhere doing the happy or doing the sad. It's just the product of the ego mind that is doing what it is naturally doing according to the different experiences that the sixth sense receive and react. You do nothing. There's no you there anywhere. You see how that mind works? That's how your mind works. That's how my mind works. Everyone's mind in this entire world that's how the mind works. It doesn't matter you have a degree from a top Ivy League university or college or whatever. But when it comes to the mind, it works the same way. Just like that. It reacts to different things just like that. And that is the self-I. 
That is the big I right there. Okay. So as long as there is that big I right there, there is no way that you can escape this upheaval in this world. Because the world is always like this. There's always going to be things that happening. There's always changing. Nothing is permanent. Things are always changing. And when you are not knowing what your mind is doing, your mind is changing and reacting to all of these different phenomena that is happening all around every single second, every single nanosecond, and you never have peace. Because your mind is always changing, your emotion is always changing, and your feeling is always changing, the sixth sense, your sixth sense is always reacting to the difference happening around all around you. There is no peace anywhere. Doesn't matter how many years you have meditated. Doesn't matter how where you live, you can hide inside a cave or deep underneath the big blue sea, miles and miles down. Your mind is there with you. Your mind is always there with you. And as long as you identify yourself with that mind, that self-I, that I am this and I am that, Until eternity, you will never find peace. And that's what samsara is. Until eternity, your mind is always caught up in the different events, different phenomena that is always happening. It's caught in the loop of emotion, in the loops of reaction, in the loops of feelings. And as we all know, everything started with the mind. Right? If there's no mind, there's nothing else. Right? Everything starts with the mind. So with this mind, there's thought, with the feeling that we have, we create thought. And if it is a wholesome thought, then we have wholesome activities that follow the wholesome thought. We have wholesome uh, language, and we have wholesome action, right? 
when we have wholesome thought, we produce wholesome um, speech. We have wholesome action, and of course, that is wholesome. That is wholesome karma. But when the mind react negatively, the mind generate unwholesome speech, unwholesome activity or action, which is called unwholesome karma. Right? So there you are. You are caught up in this between these two wholesome and unwholesome activities that is oscillating up and down, change from one moment to the next. That's your life right there. Okay, so that's the life right there. That's why. You know, in one of the verse, in the uh, Dhammapada, you know, from the Tripitaka, in one of the verse that um, the Buddha answer to question, here's the Buddha's words. He said, "Mind precedes all mental states." Mind is their chief. They are all mind brought. If, with an impure mind, a person speaks or acts, suffering follows him, like the wheel that follows the foot of the ox. Okay. Let me read that again, because it's a pair. This is a pair of words, right? in the Dhamma in the Dhammapada. So, mind precedes all mental states. Mind is the chief. They are all mind brought. If with an impure mind, a person speaks or acts, suffering follows him. Like the wheel that follows the foot of the ox. You know what that means, right? Like the wheels that follows the foot of the ox. For, for those of you who don't know what that means is because this is going back twenty six hundred years ago. Even right now in in Asia, in Southeast Asia especially, you know an ox cart. There's you know the the two oxes pulling the cart, right, behind behind them. So, the the two oxes or the cows walk in front, and there's wheels, the big wheels behind. Right, that's what it that's what this refers to. The ox pull the cart, and the wheels turns, and follow the ox, right, and follows the ox. That's what it means. So, mind is the chief. They are all mind brought. If with an impure mind a person speaks or acts, suffering follows him, 
like the wheel that follows the foot of the ox. Now the uh, now the pair of that verse is pretty much almost the same. Okay, mind precedes all mental states. So this is number two in the pair. Mind precedes all mental states. Mind is their chief. They are all mind brought. If with a pure mind, a person speaks or acts, happiness follows him like his never departing shadow. Okay, so that's a second verse in the Dhammapada. So let me read that again. Mind precedes all mental states. Mind is the chief. They are all mind brought. If with a pure mind a person speaks or acts, happiness follows him like his never departing shadow. So, yeah, so that's the mind. That is the mind of everybody. When you speak with or when you when your mind is when you act with an impure mind, when your mind is not pure, the speech and your acts is not pure, meaning not wholesome. So when your speech or your I'm not saying you, you, okay? But I'm just saying this is just a... When our speech or our action is not wholesome, then unwholesome or suffering, unwholesome uh, result will follow. Right? Because the mind is the chief. Right, that's what the Dhammapada refers to. The mind is the chief. So if the mind is not pure or is unwholesome, then we'll have unwholesome speech and unwholesome action. And of course, when that happens, unwholesome result will follow. And of course, verse number two is the other way, is that mind is the chief, and when the mind is pure, meaning the mind will generate wholesome speech and action, and of course, happiness will follow that wholesome speech or action. Okay? But still, okay, and that is at least one of the level that we all sh- should understand that everything is the product of our, that is still the product of our mind, right? Okay, 
that is what we do what we say is the product of our mind and it's the product of our reactive mind but there's a different level there the awake for the awakened one okay so this is a little bit tricky so follow carefully for the awakened one who has gone beyond wholesome and unwholesome okay let me repeat that again for an awakened one who understand the mind understand the ego mind and no no longer reacting to the different information that the five senses brought to the sixth sense or sense number six the awakened one reside in a blissful peaceful state the mind is pure right so in for this particular things for an enlightened person the mind is is pure and pure in this sense it does not mean that is quote unquote good because it can because when we say oh we have a good mind we do a good deed and it's still some there are most a lot of time a good deed still comes from the reactive mind and that is not awakened mind it's different okay there are still good deeds that is done by 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 good mind but they are still not a mind that is awakened the mind that is awakened has no attachment to good or bad to wholesome or unwholesome okay so that is a different level that is called a pure mind a pure mind is different from a good mind a good mind is the opposite of a bad mind but a pure mind of an awakened person has no attachment to either good or bad okay so that's a different level but for ordinary mind we have good mind and we have not so good mind and yes those mind are the chief they produce karma so unwholesome mind produce unwholesome karma wholesome mind produce wholesome karma and so both wholesome and unwholesome produce karma okay you follow both wholesome and unwholesome mind produce karma okay so there's good karma and bad karma but regardless karma is your karma 
And as long as there's karma, this is in samsara. Okay? It's in samsara. You're not liberated. For the liberated one or the awakened mind, they have what we, they call pure mind. The pure mind is neither good nor bad. It's neither wholesome nor unwholesome. It's right in the middle and it has no attachment. And that's the mind of an awakened one, of an enlightened one. Okay, so I hope you get that, that last part here because it's a little bit tricky. The difference between wholesome and unwholesome mind, which is which come from the ego, ego mind, both of them, and the pure mind, which is different, which has no attachment. Okay, so, yes, I'm coming up to my uh, end of uh, talk here. So, I hope uh, this episode helps uh, you in you know, in uh, in your path, in your search of your true self. Until next time, namaste.